There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jack. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Hello, friends. Welcome to our Michelob Ultra Studios. It is the Munganass, St. Louis Acura. You like that right there, Doug? St. Louis Acura. Yeah, it's fine. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock. That's kind of a broadcast voice. I'm working yeah, on that. A lot of energy for this yeah. early. Nah, I'm excited about myself. Get involved on the show, 314-881-TMA5. Uh, that's the EDF group text inbox. Call in 636-9004-TMA. And email in for our design air heating and cooling email of the day. Uh, I want to spend a couple hours on the Cardinals and Mets last night. Uh, and then also get you ready for uh, the dogs taking on Austin. Oh, yeah. And the City Red will be back on display on Sunday night as this team uh, will try to get to a point where they are playing uh, Messi for the whole shooting match come... Apparently, yeah. October, November? Uh, Has Miami lost since Messi got there? No. League's Cup. See you in Nashville, everybody. Two MLS franchises in there. No Mexican team. Not even America's pub. Huh. America's pub was in there? That's correct. They came to St. Louis and took our and, measure. And clipped us, you know. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah. Uh, here's Stephen Wilde leaving a mic drop about Jackson, uh, not knowing about the Monday Night Miracle. Oh. This is from okay. uh, Balloon Party. Take a listen. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Hit the lever. I mean, I get it. The kid wasn't even born yet when the Monday Night Miracle happened. Stop it! It was the greatest moment in Blues history besides the Stanley Cup. How can you not know that? Piddles, give me your address. I'm coming by today, and I'm going to go through your apartment, and anything with the blue note on it, I'm taking from you. If you have any picture of you in a Blues game, any Blues memorabilia, I want it. Take it down from Facebook. You're not allowed into the arena ever again. Tired of it. Oh, boy. Yep. Like, would there be any memorabilia in Jackson's? Uh, there's none of mine, Jackson, by the way. This isn't a show you, but, like, do you think there's, like, a bunch of memorabilia Jackson is hiding from the blues? Jackson, do you have blues memorabilia? I have no blues. No. Oh, that know. might be whoa, even worse. Whoa, 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 glove that's, like, in, like, a shadow box, like, uh, hanging out on no a No hat, no shirt, no mm. nothing. Nope. Uh, I have a one-on-one ESPN shirt with the blues logo on it. Well, that well, almost counts. Get rid of that now. We'll come to Gobble Bowl. I'll finagle it so I can give you a Glenn Hall puck or something. 
A Glenn Hall puck. That's you wouldn't. Not, do you know who Glenn Hall is? No. Mr. Oh. Goalie. Doug, Mr. Goalie? Oh. Yes, Mr. Goalie. Glenn Didn't, Hall or Glenn Hall? Hall. Glenn oh, Hall. No. Didn't wear a mask. There. His face looked like a battered yeah. piece of meat. Wasn't oh. this, weren't the sticks different, so, like, they weren't really flying up near your Right, head. they didn't shoot the way they do yeah. today. Because you want to be here. You're subscribing to, to what we do. So, I mean, if you want to go on there and, you know, talk about Giambi or anybody else, be my guest. Giambi. Mike in Long Beach, what's up, Mike? <laughs> thought it was another clip. There's a lot of Franceses in here. This is because Finding the hot... right one is a tough, tough battle. Yeah. This is a hot-button issue with Jackson and the Blues history. Oh, Iggy, you have an ally. Past it. Stephen Wildwood's act is so played out. Just stop. I'm tired of it. That's from Eric in the Central West End. Yeah, I would agree with that. Eric in the Central uh, West End and Iggy. Whose act do you like? Yeah, whose act do you like? Yes, Bob. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think, yes, I'd have to I think about to that one. I want to talk about Tom Brady. This um, is Everybody can And I also wanted to talk about um, uh, Philip Rivers. Well, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I also wanted to talk about um, uh, Carson Wentz and Drew Brees. Uh, Andrew Luck. I uh, get rid of him. I get rid of him. <laughs> it's such a good clip. You gotta let it go to the end. <laughs> I wonder how long the guy would have kept naming. <laughs> you should let him go. He's probably gonna forget. <laughs> That's an act. Everybody He's running out of players. Uh, guys, could you please name, change my name to Glenn Hole? <laughs> well, I said Glenn Hole. <laughs> Glenn Hole. I said Glenn Hole. Just, just one of the greatest goalies in the history of the league. That's all. And he played here. The Loomster now agreeing with Eric in the Central West End. Oh. The Loomster says spot on, Eric in the Central West End. Oh, we enjoy. I thought Iggy did a Gallup poll on the fan page, and it was unanimous that. And those two probably voted for him. <laughs> well, I've always enjoyed Stephen Wildwood. Yeah, you know, one time the Blues had Hall and pl- Glenn Hall and pl- Jacques Laplante. Jacques Plante, not <laughs> Jacques Plante. Well, I. Put the French Canadian version in there. No, that's not the French Canadian version. Laplante. The name was simply Plante. Jacques Plante, the inventor of the goalie mask, first one to wear it. Well, I call him Laplante. But right. that's not his name. He's French Canadian, so I put a law on them. But that's not accurate. I think it actually, if you look it up, it is. Morning, boys. I just want to give a shout out to Mung and Aston, especially Clayton Patterson. They got me in for an oil change right when they opened on a full capacity day, and Clayton came up behind me and said, Caller, buzz. Your car is ready, just like Tim does. That place is so nice, and the service couldn't be better. The mustache man who sat next to me in the waiting room wanted to hook up, but I stayed on my best behavior due to the respect I have for Clayton and the whole Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota crew. That's from Caller Buzz, and he won the June Milagro Tequila. I don't know the months, Tim. Blister of the month, I think he did. Maybe it was July. No, uh, Dogtown Tie. But it is so great just to have a place to take your car. Yeah, at St. Louis you know, Acura. You're going to deal with it so well. You know, it's great to have them. And they have a secret number for our listeners, and that's 314-252-0029. So you can be like Caller Buzz and meet the mustache man. Mm-hmm. That's Go our 7 o'clock hour sponsor. Yeah, we had a female, I had a female listener reach out to me and wanted to know the number. I couldn't remember the secret number. Who reached out to you? Female listeners. I'm not going to give her name. But when you say reach out. You she, give him Clayton's number. He she loves She texted that. me, and that's what happened. I texted Clayton. I said, what's that secret number somebody wants to call you? He goes, yeah, I just give her my cell. Yeah. How about that? Typically, mm. that's what I do. Clayton How about that? the best. Service department, the best. The waiting room has three coffee machines, one carrying snacks. Snacks. Galore. I mean, it literally looks like you're in 
like Six Flags, you know, the candy stores, oh, you know, yeah. that yeah. It, it feels like that vibe. Mm-hmm. And you're just waiting for your vehicle, which you know will be done correctly. Right. Watch TV, sit on a comfortable Absolutely, couch. Man. Get comfy. Yeah. We get the VIP treatment, but everybody gets the VIP treatment. That's it. I'm going to ask St. Louis Act. Yeah, we got a few things going on here on this show, and that uh, that probably is alarming to everybody, but that's what we got. We're going to tee it up at the Ascension Charity Classic Tournament course a day after the PGA Tour Champions. Enter on the TMA app for a chance to win a round of golf for you and a guest at Norwood Hills Country Club to play with the one and only Tim McKernan. Oh, oh man, that's an honor. It is. On Monday, September 11th, winners will receive Ascension Charity Classic swag with lunch and drinks included on the course. Uh, and uh, 1,700 people competing, Doug, to play hmm. and see my trage. That's what they're doing. I guess. You think I hit my ball too high off the tee with the driver? Well, I was surprising how high you hit it. I didn't say too high. I'm mm. just surprised it goes that high. Mm. Mm. Oh, is, that because high. is that because I'm a tiny little boy? Yeah. Mm. It's that club you brought in here. The grip's a little old, isn't it? And now you're taking a shot at Marty Lake's clubs. That's uh, Hubbard Marty, who occasionally pops up on the TMA fan page on Facebook. Really? Uh, well, when when some things are being said that aren't necessarily accurate, uh, he he will step in. And so he's always on it. <laughs> that could be a full-time job for somebody. And he gave himself the nickname Hubbard Marty, so we couldn't give him a nickname first. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we played a couple days ago, and he mistakenly put Doug his five iron in my bag and texted me and asked me last night if I had his five iron by chance. And I went out uh, and checked, and sure enough, so I said I would bring it in. So there it is, Iggy. That is Marty Lynx, also known as Hubbard Marty's. Five Iron. He is the uh, programming director for KC95 and 106.5 The Arch. Hello again, everybody. Hey, he's in the sim. Not a bad club. Hey, I hit the sim. Me and Marty are the same people. Oh, is that? So you approve of his golf club? Yeah. I looked at the grip. I didn't think it was that good. Is that a sim, too? Yeah, I brought oh, in mine. Okay. No, that's not mine. Uh, whose Five Iron is it? Hubbard Marty's. Okay. I can't hit a Five Iron. I can't hit a Five Iron. Jackson, how far do you hit a Five Iron? If I hit it on the screws, buck 85. It's not terrible. I mean, it's not, not great. What you want, but yeah. it's not terrible. Yeah. Doug, buy stock in Jackson's game now. Who the hell knows why? But all I know is the key one determined. He is definitely Yes, not he did. But keep your mouth closed afterwards when you lay up with a five iron. Oh, gosh. Gold yeah. star plowhawk. Yeah, so bring it on, bitches. <laughs> I, played, I played with three guys My yesterday guy. at Persimmon. What a, what a track, don't you think? What a track. Uh, yeah, so great course. Good. All of them, 65 and over, all of them barely swinging the golf club, and the ball's going 220, 230 <laughs> off the tee. They're shooting, like, upper 70s. Is that right? I said, what the hell's going on? Do you know on? these guys? Yeah, yeah, I knew one of them before. Good friend. But and, and I'm just all over the place. And these guys are barely swinging the club. It's just rocketing off their club. When you can right play- down the middle. Every single time they swung the when club. When you can path... Play the- Face. Yeah. Path. Mm-hmm. Face. Like, when you can hit your long irons, your five, four, five, six irons, you know, because those guys are probably going to need those unless they're hitting off the senior tees. They weren't. No, they oh, were right? long off the tee. No. You playing the tip tee. drill? I was. You they were playing weren't. the tips. Nice. You probably, they probably play every day. I'd yeah, love to have must that play line. a lot. It's just it's incredible how good they were. The thing was they were barely swinging the club. Dude, what we see in Florida, like when we would go for our week of spring training, you'd see the retired guys. When we're going to the studio, they're going to the course. Could you imagine playing yeah. 18, going to have a nice little lunch, hang out, 
Maybe go to the pool for a little bit. Oh, oh finish up the evening with another 18. Oh. Have a nice little dinner out. Squeezing 18 holes right after dinner? It's just <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, it's just that lifestyle would just keep me young and keep me happy. Oh. That grip is crap. Oh, it's someone who works here that is my superior? I mean, that's a really nice club. Way to recover. <laughs> that's from Gummy. Well, Gummy, there's a difference between a club and a grip. It's a nice club. The grip Whoa. sucks. You don't like the grip? No, it's kind of... I don't know. I don't like it. I like a nice cord. But it's his club. I know. But I'm still saying it's not a great grip. Great club, though. Okay. So there's a difference between a glove and a grip, gummy. Gosh. Wow, that one. Uh, hey, Tim, didn't my wife leave her purse at your place so she'd have to call you again? That's from the recovering alcoholic mm. from Belleville and Webster Groves. Uh, let's see. Dingle My Berries wants a deep dive on Jackson's uh, irons. Hold on. Jackson has a 40-yard difference between his 7-iron and a 5-iron. No chance. That's from Dingle My Berries. Mm -hmm. The question was asked whether I hit my 5-iron set if I hit on the screws. Maybe about buck 85. If I hit my 7-iron on the screws, it's about 160. Sometimes when I hit it off the toe, it can travel a tidy little buck 45, yeah. buck 40. So we're talking about flushing it. So there you go. 1.47 smash factor. Yeah. Be curious, not judgmental. Ted Lasso, oh. Doug. Dart scene. Dart scene. Nutted it. Absolutely nutted it. it. Two gold stars, Blousy. Can I say? Less talky, more maybe droppy. Tom, maybe Tom Kim can nut some shots today. Uh oh. That idiot. That's a segue right there. No, why that, about him? that idiot, the 20 year old, he's a. He, I love that guy. Yeah, both our teams are doing great except for Tom Kim. Well, you both have Tom Kim? No, I do, but mm. Doug's got. I think Doug's got the leader. He's got a third, a third, an eighth. Huh. Doug, you can finish this season strong with a couple wins in a row. You Feels can, like it. You know, Send a message to everybody. Feels like it. Get together next year and really regroup. Yeah, have a nice regroup sesh. Okay. You're the Cardinals. The season may be over, but you're still playing for something. And Pride. playing well. Playing darn well. I agree with that. Playing oh, with a lot of energy. Really looks like a team that's going to just go 100, 110% to rest I of the I bet night. Wainwright could get 50 more starts and not get two wins. Like, I bet you he could play all next year and not get two wins. Uh, wasn't his fault last night. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just every time he starts, there's no run production. He just... Yeah. Yeah. Tough battle. Tough. But now Tough. Mason Wynn is here. Did he actually get... I he got called up news. last night. Yep. Debut tonight, Doug. How do you do? Well, I'm fine. Well, he's going to be going up <clears throat> against Joey Lucchese. I don't know. Is oh. Zach Thompson toes the slab for the Cardinals. Should be a barn burner at Bush. I just hit him lead off and say, screw it. Well, they will hit ninth, but... They may with Lars now <clears throat> on the injured list. What did they call that injury? A groin? Like right a lower, lower... lower abdominal something or other? Because you know what it is, right? Like sure. You obviously know. It's love. Yeah, not bad. It's a bruised penis. Yeah. Oh. I mean, cause mm. that would that probably one of the worst pains. I mean, when, he took it better than I think I would have taken it. Yeah, you have, you have a big hog, though. You got a lot of circumference, right? Is that circumference? Yeah, but I feel like I have a lot of meat. It's almost like a, a mini mm. shield. Okay. Ooh, meaty shield. But it'd be it, hard for you to hit a foul ball and not hit your love. I think the it depends on where it was, but yeah, if it's the yeah. tip, it's over. Uh, that pain is. Oh. That's Bill. That's I'd like to get some Bill. credit from the listeners. They trash me all the time. You uh, want credit for you know, something? Bill? I said that you win will be up here in the middle of August, and they all text in. You're an idiot. September first call ups. You don't know anything about baseball. Did people really say September first call ups? Yeah, that was really me. Like, I don't think any of the listeners were out going after you. I I was pushing against that because I don't think it makes any sense. 
to lose. Well, there are a few status. listeners too. I don't care. You can trash me all you want. Yeah, I love you, but it wasn't trashing. I was just, I, I, to me, it makes no sense why you'd bring him up and lose his rookie status. But gotta get asses in the seats. Well, did they wait long enough? Or it's a number of bets. I don't bats, think it right? loses his rookie status. Yeah, he, he has more than a buck thirty at bats. Yeah, he won't get that. Though. He, he shouldn't get, get that. that. He won't no. get that. You don't think he'll get 130 at bats in a month no. and a half? No. I don't think they'll play him every day either. Play him. Yeah. I, think I think they'll manage that. All right. Yeah. I, I hope. I hope. You interested in a wager? Yeah. Well, I like why bring him up if you're not going to play him every day? That wasn't my question. My question was, are you interested in a wager? But if you play good. No, because that's probably what they're going to do. But then I think that hurts his development to not play him every day. Well, if he still gets 120, 25 bats. How many games he got level. left? Seven, yeah, I don't know. Six? I, six. 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 Yeah, six. he'll get 130 if they play six and a half. <laughs> what, they 25 inning games? They have 50 games left? They don't have that many, right? They got. Well, what's their record, Doug? We can figure that Let's out. Let's look it up over the weekend and come back and have it on Monday. There's no way Monday. to know. Right. We'll lead off with it. <laughs> but he's almost, he probably a shoe-in for next year. I'll say they got 43 games left. So this is probably just a little bit of a tryout. The KG No 10 says, I thought I already hit the 45-day threshold on the dot to not lose rookie status. And he's picturing himself in Sydney, Australia. It's at bats or days on the roster. Because I know that was the issue with Walker too. Yeah. But I think he got 100. Is it days at-bats. and at bats or days or? Because you need 150 days in the majors. I do believe on the major league roster. Well, he won't get that. No, I know when. But I think I, I don't know if there's a caveat to that with at bats. I don't know. But yeah. I know that was the issue when they sent down Walker for a month and a half. I think it it landed to where he'll may still be able to keep that status. But now he's playing every day. They so have 40 sure games that. left. So if, if he gets four bats, four that's 160. Bats be, yeah, that'd be. But he's not going to play every day. There's so many infielders. I mean, you're going to have Edmund, Donovan, him, all interchange. I don't so. know. I don't know. Well, I'll play tonight. As soon as they bring somebody up, he goes into the lineup the next night. I'm I'm betting a two for four night for Ole Mason win. There it is. Yeah. Couple singles. All the American finger warriors better lay off Steve and Wildwood. How about you losers calling, you cowards? Oh. If you keep it up, I will fist all of you until you cry. That's from Color Buzz. And he won the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month in June. Well, if you think a 30-minute call that sucks <clears throat> is good, then, yeah, you can all call <laughs> I love that show. It's creepy. That it's the, creepy. one of the weird, like, you, you need to incorporate that in, like, the Acoustic Session Halloween song. If we could, like, jam Cousin Eddie into that version. Yeah. Oh, man. I do miss those little calls with him. Boy, Mr. Licks is all over. What is this, what is this about? He oh, sent man, in, like, ten texts. Kindly asking how did golf with a listener end up going? What listener? You haven't had it yet. Yeah, it's, it's on September 11th. I think he's talking about, he's just trying to be a douche. He's doing the <laughs> thing where he, it's like from last year's At Madness with the golf with the listeners. So what he does, it's like once a month he does it, and he thinks he's really slick and funny. Okay, block him! No, it's just like, dude, let me do my job, worry about you. Ew. That's good counsel for us all, mm-hmm. isn't it? When you say it with that tone, like, dude, that means that you're, you're done playing. It's just like... It's a played-out bit. I mean, whatever. Never Block mind. I'm going to turn my mic on before I say something I shouldn't. No, keep going. No, it's all good. Steve is a Hall of Famer in Mount Rushmore all day, and the one man I'd likely tongue-kiss. That's from Minute Bowl Eligible. Oh, God. Do we have a, a current Mount Rushmore of listeners? Mm, wow. I mean, it could be fluid. Uh, I'd go Aaron, who has the nipple rings. Hmm. That girl Sex. who did the gangbang in Ohio. Oh. Uh, the Buckeye girl. 
And I can't think of another. It's an all female, mm-hmm. Rushy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that could be a coincidence. Stone face girl. Do we she put sex on the list? Sex. That's what I said. Sex. Yeah. Sex. Well, you just never know. If they're male or female? No. Mm-mm. Well, nowadays you can go back and forth at your leisure. We, we found out Bill's wife is a female. No, That's true. Bill's know. wife is my fourth. I don't know that we did. She's kind of gone dark ever since. Uh, yeah. She was I, revealed that she was a female. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. She kind of liked the uh, the Schrodinger's cat phenomenon she had going. God, I would I would have lost a lot of money to you on that <laughs> one. I mean, a lot of money. Yeah. I would have gone heavy on that. She's still alive. Doug, did she pass on? Well, I don't know. Sure, I haven't seen it in the paper. Can you imagine no. Bill's wife. <laughs> Steve is the goat. How is this even a conversation? I do miss that caller, Drew, as well. That's from Arbor Day. What makes his call so fascinating that he's the goat? Now, why so grumpy this morning, angry? Just well, I've, I've had a little thing with me and Steve for a while now, so it's not being grumpy. I'm just... I'd like to know what his calls bring to the table that he makes him a goat. This is huge. He's entertaining. I play golf with him. He's a fun guy. Well, on the golf course, maybe. I think you're jealous of his apartment. Mm. I've never been in his apartment. I don't know. It's right there at Ballpark Village. I know where he's at. I've never been in there. I'll put Biff's place up against his. Well, but that's the argument. It's not Biff against him. It's you against Steve. Well, I've been in Biff's place. I can comment on that. I've never been in his place. But you can imagine how nice it must be. I'd rather not. You'd rather not imagine that? Yeah. Uh, yeah I've really gotten grown tired of Mike, okay? Because <laughs> when I picture his apartment, I think I'm laying on the couch at 3 o'clock masturbating. Oh! Mm. Who, Biff? I no. thought that was your apartment. No, he calls... Everybody masturbates at 3 on the show. <laughs> he calls in and says what he does. He wakes up in the middle of the night, he goes and masturbates. Oh, God, if you're beating it at 3 a.m. Stephen Wildwood has just issued a statement, Doug. This just came in. Thanks, guys. Don't worry. Loomster is a contrarian douche. And the best part of Eric in the Central West End was that piece of ass caller Jordan. And Iggy, well, we all know. Doug, what does that mean? Mm. Iggy, well, <laughs> I don't we know. all know. Here comes more anger. We all know what? Uh, Steve, uh, what? Colin. I don't yeah, know. Call in and bore us for 30 yeah, minutes and then get to that question. Uh, KG in O-Town says, I've been to Steve's place. It's top-notch. What a guy. What a ride. Well, it was about 40 people up there during the uh, TMA day, day at the ballpark. He Butter. invited everybody up there. You didn't go, though? No. Okay. Everybody was up there. D-Dodo, would you grab ask me about panties? Oh, <laughs> Guys, maybe KG and O-Town and Stephen Wildwood should start a podcast. That's from the Hunchback yeah. of Castle. Call it Hey Boys. Hmm, that's a better. I'd listen to Pepper and Genie, and I'd listen to Hey Boys. Yeah. We'll put it on the Pepper and Genie podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. The Pepper and Genie podcast network has blue feet. We could just, me and Iggy doing five separate podcasts about five separate things. Well, the Game of Thrones one. Right. NYPD Blue. You get your boy Cucky to do some construction tips. I always enjoyed the construction tips. Yeah. Me and Edgar just here till 3 o'clock just banging out podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> loading them Content up. Factory. Don't you like to learn how to fix things and how to build things? Oh, God, yeah. But I don't own a home yet, so I really don't have the the need. I want to do a music podcast. I can't play music, though. That'd be it. Well, you could sing. Iggy was invited, but he's so effing petty that he wouldn't come up because the puker was here. That's from mm. Steve and he's in Wildwood. No, I wasn't invited. Uh-oh. Is that the source of the consternation here? What? That you weren't invited to Steve's apartment? No. Or? Well, I wouldn't have went because of that. 
But I wasn't invited. Because of what? Because of the... the... No, Katie was there. So you wouldn't go? No. Well, I thought you I, guys were on good terms. I do, but I'm not going to go hang out with Katie and 50, 50 dudes. <laughs> Why not? Sounds like a good video for me. Sounds like a TMA Live. Well, it was. It was all TMA people. So why wouldn't you hang out with him? Well, I wasn't invited. So he's lying about that. Hello, I'm leaving. KG, no. why do you continue to try and antagonize Iggy? You want to pick on somebody? How about you try me? That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Oh, wow. Gosh. Little call out right there. Yeah. Warson Woods Wacko. Work, uh, bitch. Contacted <laughs> me last night, and he said, "Why don't you get one of your friends, and I'll get one of my friends." And we can be friends. And by that, let's go play for some roles. Let's go play for some roles. I don't know what he was uh, what he was wanting. What kind of role? Like hot cross buns or something? Cash. Oh, uh, cash. Uh, uh, even better, I'd like to put the Licks versus um, him. Let those Mr. Two Licks versus Warson Woods Wacko? Yeah. Let what if just... Mr. Licks is like a plus two? He's not. Let's just settle on the golf course when you two. I'd go with the Warson Woods Wacko all day. I thought they were so. settling it with the balance sheet showdown. At well, they can do that by playing for $100 a hole, $1,000 a hole. $1,000? Well, they got that kind of money, supposedly. Chase this dough and get money. <laughs> Nothing says old money like a nine-hole match with seven pops aside. God, yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, I'm rolling it in for seven. All right, you got it. You yeah. can pick up. Yeah. Well, Triple bogey up. wins you ten grand. Straight up, $1,000 a hole. That'd be a I'd come out for that. I'd watch yeah. that. Oh, I'd yeah. watch that like for that. sure. Watch a, watch a guy melt down and probably get a divorce afterwards after just, 18 grand on I the course. The thing is, like. it, the thousand dollars might be like ten dollars to him. That I don't know true. what the situation is. That is true. I was listening to an interview on the way out here. Actually, Billy Walters was on No Laying Up podcast. I listened to it. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, listened to it this morning from about 5:30 to to six, and listened to the rest of it on my way out here. Good stuff. I, I've come to the conclusion, Billy Walters, Doug, the gambler, who said Phil Mickelson called him to bet on the Ryder Cup in 2012. And then uh, Mickelson, how much did he say Mickelson lost, Jackson? I feel like you're the person who would know the answer to this. He said $100 million. That, That's what I thought it was. I thought it was maybe even more. Like, I thought it was, it was But a he's bet number. like a billion? billion. His daily billion. bets are 144000 But in terms okay, of somebody making 100000 that's equivalent of $250. Yeah, I remember that math uh, being... Uh, I'm so surprised put it in context a... of his. He said he did work. not bet on the Ryder Cup. Right. So, so when Mickelson said that he didn't, he said that's accurate. He said, but the thing is, he did call him. He said Phil's a guy, and you can kind of tell that he gets really high with the highs and really low with the lows, and he probably felt like he, the team was going to win, and he was just all excited, and so he called them. And then Billy Walters said, "I said, don't you know anything about Pete Rose? You can't do this. You're going to destroy your life by doing this." Now. My biggest conclusion from the interview is the following, is that had Mickelson testified, Billy Walters would not have gone to jail for 31 months. And so if you're looking for the why as to why Billy Walters is telling this story, I believe it is in some form retribution because while he was in prison, he has a, a son who, as he called it, has intellectual issues. And he nearly died two or three times while he was in jail for 31 months. And he has a daughter who killed herself while he was in prison. And he said, I can never forgive Phil for that. So for somebody who probably has a lot of secrets, I was wondering why he would go that route. I guess he's 76 or 7 now. And so that is that is my conclusion from the interview. I haven't read the book yet. Is the book out? Anybody know if the book's out? 
Is it a new uh, report? Is that a new report? I don't know if it's a new report or not. I thought it right around now. I thought middle of August it was coming. Is that right? Out. i got to read that. I bet he's got some entertaining stories. I'm surprised he's Mickelson. Got, obviously. I know Mickelson's made a boatload of money. I'm surprised he's had a billion dollars to gamble. That's a big number. Well, wow. he had a quarter billion net worth, and he was making about 50, million a, 50 to 60 million a year. Because that's the thing. Uh, the, the gentleman hosting the interview for the No Laying Up podcast, which is up there, I would recommend listening to it. Uh, said, do you think that he was irresponsible? And he goes, well, it's not my place to say. He goes, but if we're doing the math, the answer is actually no, because he had a quarter billion dollar net worth and he was making 50 to $60 million. It wasn't like he was just, like, again, I say just sitting there with yeah. a quarter billion dollars. He had money coming in. But that's still like not a burning. billion to gamble. Right, but a billion to gamble doesn't mean a billion in losses. Yeah, he's lost 120 to $150 million. So if I do you, believe if you the apply math. them, yeah, that's it's, it's you gotta. But how could he even gamble a billion if he doesn't have it yet? It's over years. Over, it's over years. Probably he didn't bet like he didn't bet, like yeah. make a one billion dollar bet. It's all of his bets. And what Walters was saying, we have to track it for you know the IRS. That's what he does. So he tracks it. It was interesting to hear you know the why why he forms these partnerships with people is because he can't bet places, and so when he can form a partnership with somebody, then he can place bets through them. Yeah, I, if you I bet over a 10-year period of time and you bet $100,000 a year, that's a billion dollars. It is not. Nice. It's $100,000. It's 100000 a year 100, for 10 years is a billion dollars? $100 million. I didn't say 100000 $100 million a year. He already has that. But he's, he's not he wins, making $100 million a year, But apparently. he wins half of it. He doesn't lose it all. So he loses half of it. Okay, he lost but according 50 to this, million. He's not, he doesn't earn $100 million a year. He's got a net worth of more than that, but he's only earning $50 million. So, Doug, you're there, telling me he's spending twice what he earns every year? For example, like there was a day in the book, I think it's an excerpt, there was a, a, a day in, a, he bet 42 bets in a base, like for baseball. In one day, 42 bets. I think it was like 158 grand he bet in a day. So, like, that's how you get to that number is betting. Hundred fifty thousand. That's still a, a day. long way from a billion dollars. But that's a di- like that's what he does in a day. Here's a text uh, from an excerpt from the book, Doug. It comes in from our friend, the Birthday Hawk. Oh. He writes between 2010 and 2014. Walter says that a partial picture of Mickelson's gambling ledger shows that he bet 110,000 to win 100,000, a total of 1,115 times. 220,000 to win 200,000 more than 800 times and in a single day in 2011 placed 43 bets on baseball alone that led to $143,500 in losses. In all, he wagered a total of more than $1 billion during the past 3 decades, Walters writes. So third, yeah, that's a, that can that makes sense in that time frame though. How does he have time to do all this? <laughs> That's How do you have time question. to research and then bet? I guess you don't research. You just say, yeah, give me this, give me that. Yeah, me it's, this. It's, it's that part right there. Uh, this is, uh, we want to make a clarification because glove blogger Tom Traven is covering the show. And he says, did I just hear if you bet over a 10-year period, you bet $100,000 a year, that's a billion dollars. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's I corrected from myself and said 100 million. How about that, buddy? Just corrected myself. He 100% corrected himself. Glove blogger Tom but, Traffin, but it wouldn't be. It'd be one billion. It'd be you one. Strap on a glove and stick it up your ass. It'd be. It'd be one million. <laughs> That'd be a fun podcast. hundred thousand for ten years is one million dollars. I said a hundred million. I corrected myself. A hundred million. 
I, so okay, I just don't. I just can't imagine how he how he has that much to bet a hundred million. But a year. Doug, I don't think you understand the golf sponsorship aspect. I mean, well, they're saying he makes up fifty million a year, not a hundred million a year. Well, now he said over thirty years. Is he even old enough? You think he bet it last week? Well, so he was doing this in his twenties too. Betting that kind of money? He didn't have that kind of money in his 20s. He was betting in 10 cup. He was betting if uh, Roy McAvoy could hit the shot. I bet you in his mid-30s, he was still making 5 to $10 million annually. I don't certainly. know. I just wonder if this guy's not exaggerating. Admiral Pegger is uh, serving uh, notice for a deposition. Uh, Iggy, $100,000 over 10 years is a billion dollars. Doug, no, it isn't. Iggy, I didn't say it is. That is an effing land speed record for lying. That's from Admiral Pegger. Because I thought I said $100 million. I know I, I didn't realize I said 100000 And I corrected myself. My God. The math on the 500 women is now suspect AF with how Ken is doing his math. Thanks. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Well... Something else to add to the 40-man roster and Brown and everything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brown's the new it girl. <laughs> That's the one you want to take the prom right now because that is hot item. In and out, was it? Yeah, Brown. I forgot about that, too. The ice. I heard that part of the bit when I came into the show and... It was like, he was like, yeah, I'll take her on a date to Brown and talk about the 40-man <laughs> roster. Oh, man, that's great. It's probably never happened. <laughs> that definitely probably never, never has anyone on the campus of Brown University <laughs> discussed <laughs> the Cardinals' 40-man <laughs> roster. Uh, Warson Woods Wacko on the $1,000 a whole match with Mr. Licks said, Licks, don't worry, after the $1,000 a whole match, I will let you go on a payment plan. That way your father-in-law won't know you lost $15,000. That's oh. from Morrison Woods Wacko. Okay. So, uh, Sounding pretty confident. Sounds like... Uh, Doug, do we have a handicap on I don't on Mr. Licks? I don't. If you're going to oh, play I've for that kind of money... Oh, I've got to be a 20 at least. I've seen his... I put his name in there, unless there's more than one of his real name. I'm not going to give his real name on. Um, and there was no handicap. It says no handicap. Maybe he's a Grint guy. No, his name was there, but there was no. It, they had his name there, but it says handicap. What did he shoot at Muirfield? He had no scores. So I guess he's registered, but he doesn't have a doesn't have a handicap. I still think if you're going to have that kind of bravado and call people out, handicaps go out the window. You just play straight up. You can't call somebody oh, nice. out. Nice. Worse Woods Wacker, we're playing straight up then. Yeah. Woo-hoo. If you're a 20 handicap, you can't call somebody out who's a four handicap and said, "I'll beat your ass." Hey, thanks for the three. <laughs> well, he probably said that because he knows he's getting hole. 16 shots. Mm-mm. No. Straight up. I Why would a 20 I had the, play a someone four? in the restroom. Yeah, it's a strong stream. Oh, wow. Know. And it can't be one of us. It's not. Who is it? Well, I'm not going to. Dude, it oh. sounds like he's pouring a gallon of milk it down really the toilet. Is. I mean, that nice thing. Prostate, is like, guy. <laughs> did, they bring a, did they bring a hose in and they're film, refilling the yeah. toilet? Or? Uh, I'll tell you in the break. Whoa. Oh. I do have a handicap, and I will disclose what I shot at Mirfield off the air. It's from Mr. Licks. Why, why off the air? <laughs> yeah, what does it matter? Yeah. It's a secret. secret. Well, it's no secret our title sponsor is Doug, and the name is Ryan Kelly, and he's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Wow, 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 wow. And if you get into debt because you've lost a golf bet or something nope. else, or, or more likely it's because of credit cards, Ryan Kelly can help you get out of it. I've refinanced twice with Ryan Kelly to help pay off college tuition, but you can use it for whatever kind of money you want. If you want to refi and get a cash out, uh, refi with that. The average credit card interest rate right now over a whopping 24%. 
That's the highest it's been in 30 years. And with inflation, people carrying more debt than ever, it's a bad thing. Put that equity to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert receives more than $54,000 cash-out on the refi. You could take that and pay off that credit card debt. You'd be in much better shape. Also, he likes to do things for the veterans. He's got that Hero Loan. You can go to HeroLoan.com, and using your VA benefits, you can get a zero-down mortgage. Our customer-first approach to mortgages is what separates the home loan expert from the competition. They will walk you through all your options, provide expert guidance at every step, ensuring that your loan closes as quickly and smoothly as possible. That's our friend Ryan Kelly about to do that climb for the kids, ninth annual climb for the kids. He's going up the Grand Canyon. He's going down the Grand Canyon. Ah, yes, up. It's all for friends with kids with cancer. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Morgan. There it is. And if you're going to be barbecuing this weekend, how about making sure you're using that Andrea's barbecue sauce bill? Uh, Doug, you probably were wondering if I had chickadee last night oh, for, did you? for dinner, and I did indeed. Yeah. yeah, the good people at Metabolic Meals. It's been two, since 2010. It's how the body just stays so tight and rewarding. And it's a lot of chicken, and then I just, I, I use some dippins. Oh, do you? Dippins. Andreas? Dippins with that Andreas. I had Andreas last night on a pork chop. Oh, do you really? On a pork chop. How to treat you? Very upon my whole. It's so good. It's at andreas.com. It's at Schnooks. It's at Earbergs. And, of course, you have the Andreas steak sauce. And Andrea's Steakhouse, and it's located in O'Fallon off of Collinsville Road. God, it trips me up. It's in Uh O'Fallon, Illinois, off of Collinsville Road. It's not in Collinsville off O'Fallon Road. No. Who even knows where it is anymore? And there's no way to get that information. It's Andrea's. Max, Becca, they do wonderful work, and my goodness, am I in love with that barbecue sauce. Wonderful sponsor here of TMA. Golf Talk on TMA is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. For sponsorship packages or to purchase tickets to the PGA Tour Champions event September 5th through the 10th, visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. And at 10 o'clock today, blues tickets, single-game blues tickets go on sale. How about that? Nice. Uh, win tickets on the TMA app, promo code BLUES, to the Blues game on November 7th versus Winnipeg. That's retro long sleeve T-shirt night. Single-game tickets for the Blues 2023-2024 season go on sale at 10 a.m. today. Check out the full promotion schedule and to secure your seats for the upcoming season, visit stlouisblues.com. We and need to get Jackson a Winnipeg jersey. Yeah, it's hopefully like one it? that doesn't say Winnipeg, but just WPG, WPG on it. Uh, it. They got a slick uniform, so... Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't be a big Mount Rushmore of hockey sweaters in the NHL, go. Detroit Red Wings. Wow. Toronto Maple Leafs. New York Rangers. And the L.A. Kings. Where's the Blues? Lo- the L.A. Kings one that looks like the Chevy logo. How about the Blues? If no. you name four jerseys, you don't put the Blackhawks in there or something wrong. I got to tell you something. Oh. I agree with Ken yeah. Strode. I like it. It would probably be if I, I got an honorable mention slot. I would put it in the honorable mention slot, but yeah. I like the four. I just it's one of the best sweaters in the history of the game. Yeah, not only the Native Americans, but you got the, uh, I don't know what they're called. Shrubs. Nice. No, on each shoulder. Patches. Yeah, shrubs. A patch. Are they shoulder shrubs. axes? Tomahawks. Tomahawks. Yeah, you get both tomahawks on each shoulder. Yeah, I'll take the four I put up there. See, open. mine are Calgary. You got Seattle, Chicago, and Philly. Seattle gets in there. Yeah, I think they're. I think what they did with theirs in their color scheme is perfect. No fools. Seattle eligible says uh, the Blackhawks jersey is the number two overall jersey in all of sports behind the Cardinals. Manupal eligible. That's his Gallup. The Cardinals okay. definitely don't have the best jerseys. The Canadians red Cardinals jerseys. Cardinals have a great home jersey. Yeah, like I think the you got the road a... thing is 
is truly an abomination for how great the home jersey is. The The delta between the quality of the Cardinal home jersey and that blah road bred 1980s, 90s crap. Fix it, the wallet! What's weird is I had a lot of jerseys as a kid. Never had a blue, I never owned a Blues jersey. That is weird. My first jersey was a Blackhawks jersey, number three, Keith Magnuson. Uh, Redhead. I had a Vancouver Canucks jersey. They got a good one, that blue and green yeah. jersey. Yeah. They've, they've had, had a lot of them over the yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Different colors and everything. I had a Rangers jersey. I forget what I, I guess maybe Ron Duguay's number I had. You think he's Doogie, hot, Doogie, right? watch him, he can fly. Yeah, he's still hot. He's dating uh, Sarah Palin. Um, Sarah and Palin? And Ron Duguay. He's dating Sarah Palin. Really? Yeah. Isn't and I had she a, considerably old? Well, maybe not, because it's been a while since yeah, he's played. Yeah, I think he's probably 60. She's probably early 50s, I think. Yeah, the Calgary Flames, just their current and old school jerseys, road, home, all of it, their alternates are sick. Beautiful logo. Yeah, like Calgary, I think, is the mecca of hockey sports jersey. I own a Brown University jersey that I'm willing to give you, Iggy. <laughs> I got it from a guy that was on their 40-man roster. That's from the South City. <laughs> I'll take it. <clears throat> I would uh, like to have a brown universe. Their I, colors aren't brown, are they? I had, Don't I had so. one from their no, they state. I had a Bruins jersey. I think I had John Busick. Oh, yeah. Doug, how would you like one of these jerseys? Brown. Is, is nice. that brown or is that orange? Yeah. yeah, brown university Beautiful basketball Bee, jerseys. Go. Yeah. Nice. Bee, Bill. Nice. That's they play sick. hockey, I think. Brown University. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'll take a Brown University hockey jersey. Oh, there we go. It's actually a there slick uniform. Right there, yeah. Brown with a little red in there. Brown and red. You don't see those colors just everywhere. That is good. They don't clash. It's like a bad night at Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I had yeah, Golden Seals jersey. Carl Vadney. Thanks, Ken, for the info. Can you go through your baseball and football jerseys, too? Maybe Tim can tease it for the 9 o'clock hour. That's from Steve, and he's in Wildwood. <laughs> well, I've never owned any. I don't think I've ever owned a baseball jersey, except for my Little League. The NBA jerseys are, I love them, but I never can wear them. It's a tough wear. I don't have the arms. I just, do you wear it shirtless? Do you wear a... You you have to go to a festival and take Molly to wear it. I think that's almost right. I love the hockey jersey because you could pop it over a hoodie in the winter. You know, you can pop it on and off. Football jersey is always comfy. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I never was able to... I had myself a, a Scottie Pippen jersey as a kid. Remember loving that red three three. Oh, I tra- love tra- the red. Not a lot of people wore jerseys back in the sixties and seventies. I see. Yeah, I, I they weren't even for sale. You couldn't even find them anymore. But those were like wool jerseys, though, right? Like, not. I'm not t- dating it back to like the twenties and like everything. Hmm. But like those pro- jerseys were probably I think not manufactured 60s. as much. Well, they, they still used... had, we still had clothing back then. <laughs> I did. I'm not <laughs> I'm saying, saying for some reason people didn't wear jerseys. But those jerseys were thick. They were big. Like they didn't look like they would be resell. Like now you can do throwback jerseys, like you know Mitchell, Mitchell and Ness do, and like you know do all those old school. 60s uniforms of football and basketball. But like, nowadays, when someone goes to a Cardinal game, a lot of thousands of people go to their closet and put on a Cardinal jersey and go. I'm I'm telling you, in the 60s and 70s, people didn't have those they jerseys. They had fedoras on. They didn't have them. They yeah, because yeah. they're not in their closets. They're pulling them out of their dressers because they're giveaways, and they're just basically pieces of, I, I don't even call it cloth. Oh, yeah. What's your beef with the giveaway? No, I would just about the jersey, whether it's in a closet <laughs> or a, a big benefactor. Yeah, you don't, you don't hang away. those things up. You just, well, I give them away. I don't wear them. Some people fold them and put them in their closet. Dude, so I'm 100%, I'm 100% with Iggy. The reason why uniforms, like, weren't 
really prevalent because Mosellock did not exist yet. Mm. So, like, oh. you know, when he came into play, that's when everybody started getting the giveaways. Well, I will say it has nothing Jersey. to do with the giveaways. That's the marketing department. There you go, Doug. So oh, he definitely has something. Well, he, to yeah, he's right hey, guys, do you think Lisa, uh, Sarah Palin knows who Lisa Ann is? Uh, I would say 100%. Yes. I would agree. I would say yes. There it is. I guess we covered that. She oh, may not yeah. have met her, but she knows who she is. I don't know if they probably crossed paths. Mm. Not on set? <laughs> no. She did a good paling. What is this? A picture of two guys embracing each other as one pisses? Oh. <laughs> Doug, what is this? <laughs> is from our bathroom? Oh, gosh. Where was that? <laughs> what is this? Um, Can we talk about this on a Friday morn? What is it? And it says, Plowsy Jackson, teamwork makes the dream work? It's Plowsy and Jackson? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Those are nice urinals, though, that, is that you guys really are embracing nice. in front of. Those like, are like Japanese really... urinals. Like, those are from the future. One of them's really drunk, and the other guy's holding him up. Is that it? No, I think it's like, well, there's two open urinals. That's what has me confused. Because, like, pack game, you know, I can understand it. But when you got open urinals. Doug, you, know. you ever share a urinal with a guy in a pack game? No. Now, when you say holding him up, what do you mean by that? Here, take a look at the they're Keeping him from falling down. They're like arm in arm, like they're doing but where's a wedge his other arm? Kickoff. Where's his other hand? <laughs> Holding that up. Uh, one's hold, one guy I can see is holding those two his trash love. bags there. Trash bags. Urinals, bro. One of those two things on the left. Urinals. Tra- urinals. What? You've never been in a men's room. <laughs> I I, I couldn't see. I saw him at a urinal. I saw like like two trash bags next oh. to him. You like urinals that go all the way to the floor? The big tall no. ones. Yeah, like at a bowling alley. Yeah, that splashes on your feet. It seems like yeah. overkill. There's ones that, like, they literally deliberately want you to look at the other man's ween. They don't. Like, there's no dividers. It's like. Like, I don't like the urinal to have the, like, the long pushed out front where the urinal is. So you have to back up in order to, like, so you're basically in the middle of the floor. Oh. Just peeing. It's impossible not to look at the love. Oh. I don't like that. Give me a little divider. I can't pee next to somebody else. Oh, Why? I can pee anywhere, dude. I can't. I can poop anywhere, too. Oh. oh. I love having competitions. Getting up next to a boy and going, all right. Next to a boy. Yeah. Oh. Hog contest. Oh. Oh, you you want to take your rook there? All right, here's my knight. Going to D4. Oh, you're playing chess <laughs> while he's playing checkers. <laughs> That's right. I tell these listeners, we have TMA lives, and I go in the bathroom, and there's, you know, two urinals, two guys standing there, and I go stand over by the uh, stall. He goes, Iggy, there's one here. I said, I'm not peeing next to you because you're going to wean peek. Mm. Uh, all these years, all those intramural games you played. Well, maybe as a kid, I didn't care, but you get an adult, you just kind of, I freeze up. All the stadiums I'm you've been to. standing next to a guy holding his ween, and I just I freeze up. Why would you freeze up? Keep I your mind on your own business. I can't go. I try, and I just can't go. So I just, I go in the stalls from now on, if I have to at all. Huh. Now I go find a bush. No, you don't do it outside. Here's Michael Kay arguing with Peter Rosenberg about the downfall of the Yankees. Uh, DJ LeMayo is going to be better. We like Rizzo. He's not going to. They they couldn't foresee he's going to have a concussion. I think they thought they were going to be a lot better, but now I I, I think they see the flaw in that. This, just being honest, this does sound sort of like excuse making, though. Well, I don't, I don't give a crap what it sounds like. I'm telling you the reasons why it's happening. If you people want to say they're making excuses, I don't care anymore. I'm telling you the truth here. If you think it's making excuses, good, go crap in a lake. I don't care. What's the point of the truth? They got it wrong. They always get it wrong. No, that's that's ridiculous. They always get it wrong. 
That, well, I, I, that is over the last few years, they've gotten it wrong. Really, they repeatedly. went to the ALCS last year. And they got really got it so it. wrong. They, they won the American League East. They won the they American League East, the toughest Michael, division in baseball. They won 99 games. They always get it wrong. Wait, so you want fans to be happy that they got embarrassed by their arch rival? I'm not telling That's fans what to do. You can feel but, whichever but, way but, you want. I'm just telling you, you can't say they got it wrong when they won in the Final Four team standing. Wait, so but I can't say they got it wrong if the best thing they could achieve in the last three years was getting swept by their arch rival. Well, That's getting it That's wrong. That's your definition of wrong. Now, yeah, the Mets everyone. got it wrong this well, year, well, and the Eagles well, got it wrong this year. The Mets punted. The Mets all out straight up said, we right. got it wrong. We're punting. The Yankees are refusing but, hey, to do so when all, they should. All Peter's doing, Michael, is just backing up the words that they said. What did Judge call last year? He called it a failure that they lost I, to the Astros. I get it. You know, I get so it, but you can't say they, they always get it wrong. Like, they're a, a, a bumbling organization that doesn't can't get out of its own way and doesn't make the postseason. That's stupid. You sound like a fan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what the hell is wrong with them? He does. It's such a weird thing that he, it's great that he is, is I don't know what the right word for, but candid. Opinionated? Uh, yeah, in that spot. Mm -hmm. How wonderful is that? Yeah, and he hosts Afternoon Drive, right? He hosts Afternoon <laughs> Drive on the ESPN. Is he going to game? Game? That's a, those are long days, you'd think. Uh, him, Rosenberg, and Don LaGreca, who has the great hair. Man, I like that drive. I mean, what if he's caught in traffic? He misses the game. I think he does them from Yankee Stadium. Okay. You sound like a fan. You sound like a fan. Oh. You sound like a fan. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Some fans expect you to win it every year. Yankees haven't been below 500 in 30 years. <laughs> but they get it wrong every year. Mm. Just arguing to be arguing. Why did you guys have passions like, passion like this, Mitch? To me, it meant somebody. To me, it meant being somebody in a neighborhood full of nobodies. Comes team. Hmm. We tried. I screamed for a while, hoping to get one of those five million a year Fox contracts. How's it going so far? Our phone never rang, Tim. Phone never rang. Maybe you could partner with Skip Bayless. That's who I wanted to partner with. Yeah, good with. partnership. Yeah. Richard Sherman. Million? Richard Sherman got the gig, I think. I'd partner with Lucifer himself for five million dollars a year. So Richard Sherman, someone else is going to be like doing it too. Someone not in sports. It was really weird. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Okay, we'll just wait till you look that up. <laughs> we could use the time kill music right now, Plowsy. Oh, uh, Jackson's looking. Little Wayne up. will be on every Friday. To oh, nice. <laughs> oh my God, he's sick. Like what? What the hell are they doing? Like I love Wheezy, but I wouldn't put them on Undisputed. Uh, what do I know? Well, I don't know. I don't but yeah, Richard Sherman's going to be doing it with him. Oh, man. Apparently, Stephen A. Smith has like three times the ratings, too. Three times the ratings is who? Skip. Aren't they his program. not the same show anymore? No, no, no. I think Skip's on Fox and Stephen A. on ESPN. Yeah. Shan Sharp, former Skip partner, is going to go join Stephen A. Yeah, I know. They'll, they'll corner the market at this point. On takes? One <laughs> of the hot take market? Take yeah, Monopoly. I think Skip messed up by letting Stephen A. walk. Orlowski's going to wet his beak a little, though. Orlowski. Oh, man, that dude just waiting in the wings. He's, just, he's one of the kids on the bench just, like, ready. I don't mean this in a bad way, but oh, Skip Bayless <laughs> just looks like somebody like to smash in the face with a two-by-four. Oh, yeah, you, could, you couldn't now. take that. You he's, couldn't take that in a bad way. Yeah.
I think that, that, that felt heartfelt. <laughs> Why would you want to smash him? He just has that look like you just want to smash him every time you see him. Well, a two before. <laughs> like eight foot or ten foot long? Whatever I can pick up. The standard is eight foot. Uh, eight foot. Okay. Or just the back of my hand. Oh, don't I, you think he'd hit you back? Yeah, it's just a figure of speech. You look at him, you just want to punch him. Oh, come on, that's violent. Hit him with a, in the face with a two-by-four. With a two-by-four. <laughs> Doug Guy, the New York Post has ranked the biggest uh, disasters, John Heyman, of the 2023 season. Uh, would you like to take... This is baseball? Uh, that's correct. For uh, teams? That's correct. Mets. Yeah, they That's number one. Be, yeah. Padres. No. Cardinals wow. have got to be there. Cardinals number three. Yeah. Uh, probably Yankees. Number two. Yeah. Cardinals number three. Indians? Uh, please apologize. Oh, Guardians. Thank you. Plowsy, White Sox four. I hope you're not canceled. Uh, Padres five. Uh, with regards to the Cardinals, the Cardinals way lost its way for 2023 anyway. The pitching was obviously below par, but that doesn't explain everything. The Vaughn defense, which ranked consistently in the top five, was also so-so. Think about that. Yeah. Well, well relief pitching, yeah. to me, was is what got him. Didn't do much research there. <laughs> I don't think it's the defense. The defense hadn't been what it's been in the past, but I, I don't think the defense was the difference. I think it was the pitching. <laughs> With regards to the Mets, uh, writes... Who else? When you originally spend $364 million plus another $111 million on tax, down to $344 million and $99 million after the fire sale, you beat the crowded field. The only players to outperform were David Robertson, Tommy Pham, Francisco Alvarez, and Doug, do you say Kodai Senga? I do. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the only four that outperformed. Now Tommy Pham's uh, raking in Arizona. So. Yeah. Yankees are in last place, too. Cardinals are back in last after losing two in a row. Let me see what their Vaughn index is. Where are you got you guys got just a second? Yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, let's see. 54 and 68. Run scored home and away. And, uh, feeling. Uh, I, have hear, I hear more piss. Bad you hear it? Yeah, I'm going at it, man. I've got a Jackson, is that you? No, I'm back here. There's the flush. Oh, wow. There's the flush. <clears throat> Minus 11 is the Cardinals uh, <laughs> Vaughn index, by the way. We're just gonna have to play the time kill music anytime anyone goes Dude, to the bathroom. Dude, those streams. What is going on? Those are those are passionate streams. Oh, they really yeah. are. Could who, we put maybe more? Who was in there the first that? time? I, I said I won't say it. On that, yeah. Let's call people out today. I don't know if it's cool to just it's announce Paul on Giamatti. the radio who's in the bathroom at work. The South Wall needs more insulation. <sighs> I don't know. I like it. I actually think I kind of know which shows abide by the clock and which don't. I mean, not, not putting into account maybe video guy, promotion person. I mean, there, there's. I think it was a Super Bowl champion. It's Ryan. No, it was not. Do you really? Oh, really? It was not. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, the people down at Moon that end, they're much closer to that uh, restroom that's yeah. down there. Yeah, I've seen the Super Bowl champion use it. Moon uses it. Really? Yeah, people on the West End. Jackson didn't give me a no, someone on Moon. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was hmm. not Moon. Well, you're not going to say yes if we guess anyway. I, think I don't think you will guess, so... I don't oh, think we can hear Wow, so off-air? Mm. We off-air? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you off-air, but yeah, I don't no, think... No, I'm telling you, is it the person's responsibility off-air? Uh, no. No. Now it's intriguing. Boy, is it ever. It's like a scandal about, like, just who had to go urinate. <laughs> well, everybody probably power, does that though. at work a couple times a day, right? I'll go Remy. Nope. One of those Convy boys. Nope. Rock? 
No. No, Hawk heard, is West End. We'd West End the tuba playing. AD. <laughs> no. Riff. Also West End, no. Rafe. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Well, there's right. two people. Two oh, guys were in there? Two people were in there oh, at the no, same yeah, time? Damn. <laughs> swords? Uh, no. Well, there's, we've announced two people have urinated. Hey, guys, could you please have Plowsy go back and clip off Iggy saying didn't do much research there? That's from the 618. I wasn't talking about me, but... It was KG. He's in there for onboarding. That's from Mudjack Mike. Oh. <laughs> onboarding goes on in the bathroom. <laughs> onboarding. No, it was not KG. Jamie Rivers did a heel turn yesterday, or Jackson might consider it a face turn. Oh, Why? I was sitting in here. Uh, oh, Doug, what time would you say? It was about know noon? What, I don't know what time it was. And uh, Jackson comes in, and here's Jamie Rivers. And he's saying that he's going to contact HR because I'm being too hard on his boy Piddles. Oh, really? When he's the one who gave Jackson the nickname Piddles. Right, which is derogatory. And has been very concerned is the level of level of hockey knowledge Jackson yeah. brings to the table. And then earlier this week, he was supportive on Jackson not knowing what the Monday Night Miracle is, and now he's saying that he's going to bring me to HR for being too hard on his boy Piddles. Well, he's going to hold some people accountable. He's so, got this big job now. Yeah, he's I guess that's the deal. Bully people around right. a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think he knows that uh, Jackson was uh, the runner-up for the job. Yeah, yeah maybe that that's what it so is. So if something happens to him, he knows he wants slip-up and Jackson's in there. Have him nipping on his heels. He right. started nice. calling Jackson Piddles just to take his legs out from under him. That's what he did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that holds water. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if, if you don't know who Glenn Hall is, that should not be a disqualifier <laughs> to be the main analyst for the Blues. I think it's the draw. Like, it's the draw to have someone who doesn't know their ass for all be on funny. the ground. It would right. be funny to see somebody bring up one of the great players in the history of the league <laughs> and have the analyst said, never heard of him. Yeah, 82 games, they can get the tad dry. You bring me in for the flavor. Yeah. Maybe it's like like a guest appearance, like uh, like just sporadic features where I learn about the game of hockey. Yeah. Put me between the put me between the benches. And John Talking Cal- with the boys. Yeah. John- Introduce yourself to the players. Put me right. In, no, what you do is you put me in the sin bin, and I interview players after they get a penalty. Yeah. The second they get in there. Yeah. And pray they don't murder me. And John Kelly could say things like, "Boy, we haven't seen a shot like that since Brett Hull." And you can say, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be great. <laughs> Listen, new. You gotta adapt or die. Like this is this is the new wave. Clueless sports talk. <laughs> It would be fun to see a game with clueless announcers who were kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know that I would play the whole season, but just a game every now and then. That would be good to put somebody on every broadcast or every sport who knows nothing about the sport. <laughs> yeah. Right. Put somebody in the fairway walking the 18th. What's John Rom got? I, I, I don't know how to take those steps. Somewhere between 150 and 200. All right. Uphill lie. It's going to go a little left. I, what's an uphill lie? I don't know. Yeah. We play the clip of Sergio Dip all the time, saying having the time of his oh, life. Yeah, we don't play a clips of just a guy doing their job. No. Correctly. What on the street is that Piddles is so big time he has a parking spot with his name on it on the hill? That's from Chairman Stephen Wildwood. Do you really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Well, oh my word, oh. Doug! What has Where happened? Where is this? As a joke, someone at my new apartment put a sign up that says like "parking for Piddles only." <laughs> it says Piddles, or does it say Jackson? <laughs> Piddles. It must be Rivers. I don't think Jamie Rivers took the time out of his day to do that. Someone in your apartment knows that you're Piddles? Yeah. 
And so does everyone else respect that and stay out of that spot? No, there's always a, there's <laughs> a, a car there yesterday. The person who put it up put parked there to put it up and then kept their car there. Oh. So, yeah. So where do more. you park? You find the spot. <laughs> On the street? Me. Don't worry about me. I'm not trying to dox myself and say where I live. You know what I'm saying? I'd be careful about that. You Wait. park on the street somewhere? Um, yes. Oh. Maybe. We had a lady when I lived down at the other end who would always take the first spot, and she never left the house. I actually said to her one day, I said, why do you take that spot? You don't drive. Because she's an older lady. The rest lady. of us have to park. No, she wasn't. The rest of us have to park way here in the back when we leave three or four times a day. You never leave your house, and you take that spot. Well, she beat you to the spot. So the one day she left, and I had a, uh, I got in an unboxing. I had a uh, cone. Somebody gave me a, I guess because that's one of the nicknames these people call me is... Conehead? No. What's it called? Traffic cone? Yeah, traffic cone. Nice. So somebody gave me a traffic cone. So I took it and I put it in the spot. When I left, I put it there, and then whenever I come back, I just take the cone put it in my trunk. That's mean-spirited. But is it your spot? No, I just don't want her to have it. Why? Why so much animosity towards this gal? Because she stole it. She, she shouldn't she be there. She didn't steal it. She parked there. She shouldn't be there. She never leaves the house. But that's her business. Man, you're going to get some texts. About... That was a long time ago. But now there's plenty of spots open. So there's how often the... does a person have to leave to, satis don't have cars, to so. satisfy your desire for them to go in and out? Well, like every day, go to work or something. And plus she called the... She called the front desk on our uh, my neighbor's dog. So she was a rat. Thought the dog was a rat. No, she was a rat. She ratted out because he had his dog out there wasn't on a leash. I said, he plays Frisbee with the dogs. They're world champion Frisbee dogs. How can you throw a Frisbee on a leash? They don't hurt you. Why'd you call the, why'd you call the office? You said that to this gal. Yeah. I was mad because then they made him put him on leashes and we couldn't play Frisbee anymore. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm sorry she took that spot you wanted. Well, she's gone. At least anyway. she got your evens. And I don't live down there anymore anyway. <laughs> so you you inappropriately blocked off a parking spot with a traffic cone so that no one could use it except for you. Except for me, yeah. Doesn't that seem a little unfair? Doesn't that seem more unfair than what the lady did? No, somebody else is going to use it besides her. It might as well be me. Huh. It just seems a little selfish. They, 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 they. Yeah, it was. Well, not by her, by you. Well, I don't have that problem now. Okay. Plenty of spots. Yeah. She has romantic, <laughs> she has family, and she has also sexy mode. Well, okay. mainly because the 40 people have moved in, none of them drive, so there's mm. plenty of spots open. Uh, send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Uh, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. It's coming your way at 945. Jack's now got our asses ripped for an hour. That's called Balloon Party. Mm -hmm. It uh, airs from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 101 ESPN. And uh, you can talk it over with the friends of the Feather in there on the YouTube, just like you can right now. Let's see how the YouTube's doing this morning. Let's see what we got. Uh, Doug, you want to see what's going on in YouTube? Sure, yeah. Uh, these are the actions, the most massive power hoosier that ever, ever lived. That's from Bob. And then is it Bob Blah Blah, Law Blogger? <laughs> I don't know that gentleman. Donnie Braden says he's just an angry old man. Tom Summers is, it's that adorable T-bone. Did the card screw win out of rookie status for next year since they called him up? Ron Wagner. Could not be the Super Bowl champion since he is working afternoons today. Walrus King. He freezes because he's a curious boy. Tom Summers. 
My name is Adam. That's from Caller Adam. Okay. He's in there. You can talk it over with him. No, I'm not interested, really. Yeah, they're all in the YouTube chat. Talking it over. Okay. I guess everyone's got to be somewhere. Amen. Uh, and then on the other side of the break, we got Radio Wars. We got Radio Wars. Involving our little operation? No. Oh, good. But uh, certainly a name anybody in sports casting would know. And he is described as a massive P word, and it rhymes with Rick. Z Man? <laughs> Z Man. In St. Louis or nationally? National. National. Huh. And it all has to do with teasing. I guess. Not, not, not my tease. So we can't guess. Not my tease. The gentleman who's mad is mad about this guy talking about teasing. Teasing's a serious business. Is it? Frank Frangie? Yeah. I can't give it away. Yeah, that's fair. we got to increase our TSL is here sports on HD2. Or... I mean, is it sports related or could it yes. be news talk? Sports. Yeah, I thought maybe it was Sid Rosenberg. Why would you think it would be Sid Rosenberg? Well, he's got the number one news talk show in New York, and everybody's upset. But he said somebody everyone would know. Not I think everybody Sid... knows Sid Rosenberg. No, they don't. Yeah, he's been in two movies. I don't, yeah, I don't care. I don't know who Sid Rosenberg is. Everyone will tell you. We have to get better at teasing. Okay, I think that's a that's consultant talk. That's one of the things consultants can think of to say to get your program better. Teasing, that's what it is. Yeah, I'll tell them about teasing. They haven't thought of that. <laughs> You'll find out about it. This guy is really upset about teasing also. Oh. I mean, it's... Yeah, so we'll have that for you. We have the drops of the week. We have the designer heating and cooling email today. This is the Ryan Kelly okay. Morning After from the Michael Bullshit.